Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me and my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Back, back ha- again. Happy to be back. I know. Glad we missed you, here. buddy. Yeah. Joseph. Yellow. Wait. Kaka. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> no Jehu this week. Um, but Jehu, I got you in spirit. He uh-huh. will be missed. Uh, Ian, I think you got your he, news for he, us. He's not dead, just to be clear. Wait, he's not dead? Oh, I, I hadn't heard anything. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, to, to be continued, we'll get back to you guys next week. Yeah, so um, off the top, happy Veterans Day. Thank you, Jones, for your service. Thanks, buddy. appreciate it, man. And yeah, the news, there's, there's some news stuff going on. Not a lot of big news, but a couple things. The first is Scooby-Doo is the latest after, like, The Grinch and Adam's Family to get this, like, CGI reanimation. Yep. And trailer came out. Yeah. What did you name, think? Name is Scoob. Scoob. <laughs> and it's a prequel, right? Like, it's got an origin story for <laughs> the name of Scooby-Doo. It looks like fucking trash. And I'm not saying... I want to be clear, because Scooby-Doo is not a good show, but it's... it's I begged it ever. It's not. <laughs> but like it was... It's, it's one of the... It was like the only thing, you know? It was the prettiest girl at the party because it was the only girl at the party. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't believe you're hating on Scooby-Doo. I'm, like I'm hating on what Scooby-Doo. About Scrappy? Fast, <laughs> yeah, right? Scrappy's the, <laughs> the worst part. part. Um, I love Scrappy-Doo. Again, it's going to make money. It's adorable. It's a fucking kid's thing, but it looks... I mean, it looks like they put zero effort in writing this or making this. So, uh, Zac Efron plays fred okay and i don't know anybody else uh the guy who's always been scooby is playing scooby jane the virgin chick uh gina rodriguez gina rodriguez good pull is gonna play velma i don't remember daphne uh amanda seyfried is daphne i don't know yep amanda seyfried is daphne good pull fuck i'm awesome uh mark Wahlberg is playing Blue Falcon, I guess that might be the There's one. a bunch of other, um, yeah. one thing they didn't show in the trailer is there are going to be a bunch of other, like, Hanna-Barbera characters popping up in the film. The uh, Hanna-Barbera universe. Yep. Here we are. <laughs> oh, what makes me really sad is, ever since the Scooby-Doo movie, the live-action one, Matthew Lillard has played Shaggy. Yeah. Everything since then, and this is the first time. Yeah, it's Will Fort. Yeah. Will Forte? Forte. I said that wrong. <laughs> um... Matthew Lear, he's like, you know, the second coming of Shaggy. Like, I don't... He is. It's don't, very upsetting. Don't reinvent the wheel him. there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I like. I mean, I don't... You could have got him for 10 cents on the dollar. What is, hey, he, what really? is he doing now? <laughs> <laughs> he does a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons shit. I know that, but... That's true. Yeah, that, that to that... What, what, what year was that live action one? Do you remember? 2001, Somewhere maybe? around there, yeah. yeah. That was a weird movie. Written by James Gunn. Yeah, well, because apparently it was supposed to originally be, like, for adults. It was supposed yeah. to be R-rated, and then, like, further down the production than they should have, they'd be like, oh, wait, no, this is a kid's movie. And they're like, we'll just, we'll shove it in that PG <laughs> box and it'll be fine. I like the live-action movie. It's goofy and bizarre and Didn't weird. did they make yeah. two? Yeah, there's a second one. I can't uh, remember. I've seen them, but I can't remember. Monsters Unleashed is the second film. But... It, yeah, this doesn't. It says look Buffy in it. Buffy's a good show. Great. Um, <laughs> I'll probably still see it. Yeah, I have kids. I'll probably watch it. I watch Adam's Family, so I'm interested. We'll talk about that. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paranormal Activity Seven just got announced. Um, I don't know the details on this. What have you, what have you heard, Jones? Well, I mean, I think the big thing of the week is we had two like announcements of screen or oh, yeah, screen. horror sequels. So you're getting another screen movie, which this is six, five six. or six. Like, Five? They Maybe made four, and then they did the reboot, which I think they're, like, number... Ignoring? Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that had, like, um, Hayden Penitu... I forget. Yeah, the, I girl gotcha. from he- the Girl from Heroes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good bail. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> uh, it's odd to me. I mean, Scream is a franchise I think can live on 
And the show, I guess, is pretty good. I haven't watched it. But yeah, oh, and they made a TV show. You're right. Yeah. Paranormal Activity is dead. It's deader than yeah, dead. now. It's seven feet in the ground. It's just one of those things where they make it for, like, a million dollars. So oh, yeah. even if it makes, uh, you know, a few million, like, three million, it's a profit. You know, the first one is, like, the most profitable movie of all time. Oh, yeah. Because it was made for, like, 12,000 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it made, yeah. It made over 100 million. People love those ghost movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just not my thing. I l- really enjoyed <laughs> the first. I really enjoyed It's Not True. The third one, I think, is a pretty solid found footage horror film. It's the one that takes place like in the seventies. It's the origin oh, yeah, story yeah, yeah. one. Okay, that one's pretty compelling. But God, all, just let this die. Blair Witch was pretty good, but other than that, they, I feel like they've all been copying off Blair Witch to a degree. This is the, Paranormal Activity. The first one is the one that really launched the found footage thing. Yeah, because it was a long time between Blair Witch Project yeah. and, and Paranormal Activity. And yeah, they did a monster one. That's when like Cloverfield was coming out. Like. Yeah, a lot of people... I mean, there get, are... I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's a medium like anything else. There are good ones and bad ones. Because another yeah. horror movie, uh, Creep, is, is a good version of the found footage thing, but most of them are just trash that they pump out for a couple hundred thousand yeah. dollars for yeah. a profit. Is there... They're nobody stars. It's gimmicky, but... Yeah. yeah. You're right. The Invisible Man trailer uh, yeah. with Elizabeth Olsen from... Elizabeth oh, Moss. Yeah. Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hands Maiden's Tale... And also Mad Men. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure, let's go with it. <laughs> um, I, what do you think? What do you think about this? Did you guys ever see The Hollow Man with Kevin? Bacon? I have seen The yeah. Hollow Man. I like this that movie. exact same. It is movie. exactly the same movie. Uh, which is obsessive boyfriend becomes invisible and stalks and murders people, and that's what this Invisible Man trailer is yep. as well. This originally was supposed to be with the Tom Cruise Mummy movie into a... They were making a dark universe. Oh, really? And Johnny Depp was attached to this role. They shot a promotional... Like This uh, would not be a good man. look for Johnny Depp. No, no. It's, I think, <laughs> I'm glad they, they bailed out on this. I think this is Bloomhouse picked up the rights, and mm. so it should be... You know, they, they, they make pretty good movies. Yeah, the guy who made... Um, God, did you guys see that movie came out last summer? The guy from Prometheus... And he got like the technology enhancement thing. Upgrade. Upgrade. It's by the guy who made Yeah, the Upgrade. one that looked like Venom with the guy who looks like Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Everyone said that movie's fucking I excellent. hear it's better than Venom. <laughs> uh, I didn't see it. So I know everyone's really excited when this guy was attached to make Invisible Man. But the whole time I watched the trailer, I was like, I've seen this movie before. Yeah. And it did not make me intrigued to watch it. I like her in, uh, she was good in Us. My only thing is I like Elizabeth Moss, Moss a lot. Yeah. And I feel like she can carry this performance. Yeah, she can act. The guy, the guy who plays the Invisible Man, and I know I don't know if you watch it, but Haunting of Hill House, it's the the son who has like who sees the like top house top hat ghost with like the cane, who has the drug addiction. Oh yeah, problem. yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. And okay, I like him. He's I good. liked him. He was good in that show. Yeah, yeah. He's actually in the second season too. Uh, yeah, he's in the Bly Manor one. So. Um, so, you know, I'll probably see if this is the tone they take with all these like monster universe reboots. That's the way I'm to go. I'm intrigued. Yeah, that's the way to go. But I wasn't in Don't make awe it a, of this trailer. A Tom Cruise action movie. I'll watch it when it's on Netflix. Agreed. Um, next is some news on James Dean. I guess they're going to recreate him digitally in a performance. It's part of a, what's the movie about? I think it's about. It's a war movie. Vietnam, I think. I think it's a Vietnam yeah, war Vietnam, movie. Yeah, Vietnam, and he's going to, I guess, have a performance, and it's going to be completely CGI found footage in the vein of, like, I guess what they do with Princess Leia in Rogue One. Yeah, well, I think similar to what they do with Peter Cushing. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's Peter Cushing, yeah, yeah. In, role, in Rogue One. I mean, they do do it with Leia at the yeah. end. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. this is strange. I am intrigued by it, but yeah, I don't it's know. weird. I don't know about bringing someone who's, like, 
completely dead back on screen and like fully formed. James Dean, 24 years old when he died, 50 years ago. Yeah. I don't he know. He died before the Vietnam we I think wore, there's like, more creative ways you could get, like, if you just want the song on there, but, I mean, if you're doing a performance, I would stay away from this. I don't think this will do well. I mean, it's created a media circus for a movie that probably would have flown under the radar, so maybe that was the intent. True. True story. So, we'll wait and see. Next is Fantastic Beast 3. They what? announced... <laughs> yeah, Fantastic Beast 3, I guess, um, is going to take place in Rio de Janeiro. They announced a new screenwriter. They're finally putting through on it. Um, Fuck these movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last one didn't do well, so they actually delayed this for like almost a year. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if this was even going to keep going. But it looks like they're going to do it, but it sounds like it's going to be much more about Albus, Albus Dumbledore, played by Jude Law, and um, making him kind of the center character, I think, more than Newt Scamander. I think that's the change they're going to make, is what I was reading. They're going to make it more like, feel about Harry Potter. How are they going to get rid of Johnny Depp? <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's supposed to be in it. That was a mistake from the get-go. Yep. And they had time to get out of they that. They had so yeah. much time to get out of and that. And I don't know why they didn't. I think they're going to... The only way the only way I can think they screenwriting-wise is you turn um, his his brother into the main antagonist. Maybe he... Voldemort, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and what's his Ezra Miller? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's the, that's the only way I could see you kind of... You got to lean more into He's him. a more interesting character than Grindelwald. The yeah. other dim, the other Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah see, supposedly. But, yeah. But uh, see, even that, that pissed a lot of Harry Potter people off because apparently that's not canon. So, so that's, you know, that's, uh, I feel like this doesn't, I feel like the people who don't like Harry Potter don't like these movies. And then even now the people who do like Harry Potter don't really like these movies. So the first Fantastic Beast I thought was fine. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree. It was all right. The second one, there was, it's so weird because they're, they feel like they take more risk in that movie. And there are things that I feel like I should enjoy more than I do in the first one. But because it's Johnny Depp, who I'm just done with. And because it feels like J.K. Rowling forgot her own... It's not even just the Dumbledore thing, because you can say that maybe he's fucking lying. It's a villain. But, like, McGonagall teaching at the school, that doesn't fucking make any sense. Like, there's just a lot that you're like, this doesn't fit the canon that you established. So I think bringing in Steve Cloves, who wrote all of the movies except for Order of the Phoenix, is the right call, because... He was really good at adapting this great world J.K. Rowling made and these great characters yeah. and doing it for film. Books are... He wrote them all except Order of the Phoenix. Like yep. Co-wrote them all. Yep. Yeah, so... And, and, you know, books are almost always better than the movies, but those last three movies are all strong films. Half-Blood Prince and those two Deathly Hallow movies are strong I mean, just movies. to be clear... All of the movies are pretty strong, but, yeah. but definitely there's like... I think they're all like C or above, but some of them are yeah, exceptional. Half-Blood Prince Beyond are, I mean, are, are really great. excellent yeah. films. Yeah. I only watched uh, the second Fantastic Beat once, like in theaters. Yep. I screened it, so yeah. I can't say I remember much, but I remember walking out and being like, it just doesn't feel magical and like yeah. a good thing like Harry Potter is supposed to feel. It yeah. felt bad and like, it's, it's <laughs> not, it wasn't what you wanted. Well, I did not like the first Fantastic Beasts, and the second Fantastic Beast was my least favorite movie of that year, and I still hate it whenever you bring it up. Yeah. So uh, I'm not excited about this, but I will watch it when it comes out. I, I just think. I think Warner Brothers does recognize the issues. They wouldn't have brought in that yes. guy if they didn't realize we have no. to get this. Rose is the problem. Get I, rid of Rose. <laughs> I think it's going to start sounding more like, feeling more like a Harry Potter prequel in this one. Yeah. I really feel that way. So we'll see. Um, next is Soul, a uh, new Pixar movie. Oh, yeah, there's a trailer for that. Yeah, which came out. Um, we've talked this about a little bit. Jamie Foxx is the headliner in this. It's about a teacher 
and kind of getting his groove back is the sense I got. What, what do you guys think about the trailer? Kind of. Uh, I, for a second, I thought it was going to be like very literal. Like a, a guy, you know, we talked about Mr. Holland's opus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do start out in what looks like normal people world that we live in, but, you know, animated. Yep. And then like three-fourths of the way through the trailer, suddenly we're like disembodied, glowy soul things. Yeah. And we're trying to make... Did uh, he die? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm confused about. I mean, that would be on brand for Disney, but... I yeah. don't know. It's weird for a Pixar Make movie. Make a that kid the, cry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he fell down the hole, and then he was like, I guess that's his soul, pun yep. intended. But I was like, wait a minute. Is he like just knocked out and gone to like a different, this is his consciousness Yeah, I, I don't know place? what's going on here. Or is he yeah. dead? Because that's a little dark maybe for kids. Yeah, possibly. I mean, to be fair though, Coco is not a light movie. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're, they, they do not stray away from handling those concepts. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if if that was like their version of an afterlife where you can find your I don't yeah. know purpose. I, is any of this still, feel? I haven't seen Coco. Is any of this like retreading Coco ground? No, Coco's significantly different. Just, I mean, the animation style reminds me a lot of Inside Out, at least as far as like the little it's made weird by the, little disembodied soul. The same things. team that made yeah. Inside Out has made Soul. I I, I, I loved Inside Out. Yeah, it's it's really really good. I'm uh, you know I'm I'm interested to see what this is. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I think I do. I, I love Floor to the other, the Chris Pratt, Tom Holland one, but I think this movie's going to be better than that one. Yeah. Some um, the Batman casting news, Matt Reeves yeah. is kind of rounding it out. Um, Andy Serkis is now attached to play Alfred, and Colin Farrell is attached to play the Penguin, I which fucking love I think that's an outstanding choice. Those castings are great. Yes. See, I don't, the only thing I say is, when, originally we had, we had talked about Pierce Brosnan as Alfred. I think I would have liked that a little bit more than Andy Serkis, but I'm still cool with Andy Serkis. I'm Cir- pretty yeah. cool with Andy Serkis. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I think Colin Farrell is a home run for the Penguin. God, for he's sure, kill that part. Especially if it could have been Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. This is an upgrade <laughs> for me. Dramatic upgrade. And Colin Farrell can get fat. You've seen True Detective season two. He'll probably. I mean, th- that's probably where yeah. we'll be at. You know what I mean? I honestly be okay if they don't do a fat version. Just like sly, slimy Colin Farrell yeah, sounds perfect for the he Penguin. He does. Yeah, I want him to be in, in just like a shitty tuxedo yeah. and, oh, and yeah. uh, you know like messy, slicked back hair. I don't know. It, it, it fits to me. Going back to Fantastic Beast, his Grindelwald is fucking great. Yeah, I know. I don't and know. Great, they, but it's, he's good. He's better, better than way better than, than Johnny girl, Depp for sure. <laughs> You'd have I a think, franchise right now. I think I don't he's know. the strength of Fantastic Beast. One. I would agree with that. Yeah, um, he's good. And so I'm excited to see him back in kind of a villain role. And honestly, he could look the fucking same as he did in Fantastic Beasts. Like, yeah, actually, <laughs> I, I, you're right. I think, uh, I think he's the right guy for the part, and I'm excited for it. I forgot they traded him for Johnny Depp. That has got to be one of the biggest mistakes ever. And <laughs> it was a big twist at the end of Fantastic Beasts one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, um, I'm excited. I mean, it's already joining Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman, and. Jeffrey Wright as uh, Commissioner Gordon. Gordon, and then uh, Paul Dano as a Riddler. I mean, yeah. this cast—it's a great cast. I mean, from maybe not you know top headliner. There's a lot of these like you know people that are up and coming, but like that's deep. That I mean, is it's a deep. That, it's a lot of deep ensemble. It's right a there. lot of indie darlings for yeah. sure. Yeah, that, that that gives me hope for this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty stoked for this movie. Just when does Andy Serkis have the time? Isn't he directing Venom too? Yeah. Is that movie already shooting? Most like, of that's like just people on a computer CGIing <laughs> shit. <bro. laughs> it's only twenty minutes of footage. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll be cool. I don't know when that's coming out. I, they got to be getting close to shoot. So maybe I think next spring week. of twenty twenty, and so maybe the film comes out in twenty twenty one. Perfect. So we'll see. And then the last thing I saved last for you know the important news for Thank you guys you. is. Critical Role. Yes. Woo. I'm going to let you guys, I guess Amazon's picking up a... So, 
Yes. Critical Role earlier this year did a Kickstarter campaign to turn some of their stories from their first campaign into an animated series. All of the cast on the show are voice actors. Um, and so this was kind of like just for the fans originally. Um, and the Kickstarter goal was for like one or two episodes and it was like $500,000. And within like a week, it was already up to like $7 million. <laughs> they ended up with like 11 something million dollars uh, throughout the whole Kickstarter campaign. We're going to make a whole series, a 10 episode series. But since then, uh, so originally they had tried to shop this around to studios. Nobody was biting. That's why they started Kickstarter. But now once they've got you know the uh, the direct fan yeah. outpouring of money apparently amazon has uh, has come Went back ahead. and knocked on their door and uh, offered them two more episodes for their first series and a whole second series of 12 episodes oh. um, they probably made a ton of money off that oh yeah, yeah. they're already <laughs> yeah. being in a couple million dollars a month i'm sure yeah this is exciting this is super exciting um, I love that first campaign. I love that story. We, we, Joseph and I were actually talking about it last night. That, that first season is adapting a story arc, which is just great fucking storytelling. Yeah. Um, even if it's, you know, oddly enough, it takes place on an internet D&D show, but it's just really, really interesting. And it's not traditional fantasy. There is like some deep family history elements. There's, you know, gothic horror elements and it, also funny. I mean, it it will translate really, really well to TV. And Matt Mercer did such a good job of building a world and creating these characters with the rest of the cast that you just want to see more of them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited that there's going to be a second season. Unfortunately, though, it probably means we're not going to get it for a while. Yeah, they, they made it. So originally the series was supposed to be released, I think, fall of 2020. <laughs> and now yeah. it sounds at least like it's coming out at the end of 2020. Yeah. Um, with with no official. So if I watch the first season on Amazon, I won't. It'll I'll get the same story as the first all those hours of podcasts. <laughs> Some of them, yeah. Okay, all right, maybe I'll. Uh, I'll it tap seems in. like the first season of Critical Role will adapt about thirty. A uh, uh, Legend of Vox Machina will adapt about thirty episodes of Critical Role. Oh, so it'll be all okay. So both both seasons will be the same. No, no, no. That's like one fourth of the first campaign. <laughs> so it's long. Yes, it's very long. It's for like 400 hours. It's their Magnus Opera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And Joseph and I did the entirety of it in like six months. That's true. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, guys. Um, we, we have nothing better to do. We don't. But yeah, no, I'm, I think uh, this was unexpected after the, the series was announced. And uh, I think it's, uh, you know, unless Amazon is, is in some way inhibiting it criti uh, creatively, creatively. Yeah. Then I can't see it as anything less than good news. Yep. Agreed. And that's the news. And that's the news. <laughs> uh, so in, uh, well, you know, it's going to be late by the time this comes out. I didn't actually think about that. We just record, and it seems like a great idea when we start recording. Uh, we're doing uh, war movies kind of in, uh, I don't know if honor of Veterans Day, but... Yeah, U.S. Uh, US war movies. Sort of. For, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. We may, we may lean a little bit here and there. Uh, but yeah, we'll be talking about some of the best, some of the worst, and some of the ones that we should have seen and haven't seen, so beware of that. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us and tell us other things that you're excited for or tell us just about how much you love Critical Role, because we'd love to hear it, honestly, uh, you can uh, reach us at realphonies.gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Real Phonies and on Instagram at Real underscore Phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later. Later.